Welcome to Top 5 with Joey Casada. Starring Joey Casada. Team Jesus, my friend. No! Am I walking around, Park? Co starring Ernie Palooza. Now here's your host, Joey Casada. All right, everybody, welcome back to Top Five with Joey Casada, my co-host today. Hello, I'm Jay Okerson. You are not Jay Okerson. I know Jay Okerson. You're not him. Okay. More like Jim Morton. <laughs> yes, I agree. Or George Costanza. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> and we have a very special guest today, our contest winner. We held a contest a couple weeks ago. The first person to post the brand new top five with Joey Casada t-shirt of them wearing it on Facebook or Instagram and tagging Ernie and I won the contest. Tiffany won, I think it was by like five minutes. Thank you, thank you. I'm grateful to be here. I actually ran home from my lunch break. I found out my shirt was delivered on an email. So I ran home on my lunch break. I'm only five minutes away from home, put it on, took the photo, tagged it and went back to work. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, that's amazing. So Tiff, tell, tell everyone a little bit about our history. You're a, a big ZO2 fan. We've known each other for a long time. Give us a little backstory. I'm a big, like I said, I'm a huge, huge ZO2 fan. Um, to be called number one ZO2 fan would be unfair because there's a group of us that we all share that spot. I've made a lot of lifelong friends. I've actually met Joey through Kiss Nation for a few years prior to that. And then when um, Kiss and Poison were going on tour and they said ZO2 was touring, I was like, oh, that's Polly and Joey's band. So at the time I was very stubborn with newer bands. I only listened to classic rock. Um, new, like opening acts take a lot to win me over. So when I saw you live, I was just absolutely blown away. Uh, ZO2 is an incredibly, incredibly special band to me. Um, they mean a lot to me in my life. They're very sentimental. They came around a time when life was a little rough. I had lost my father. I was going through um, a breakup, a really rough breakup. So when that happened, I just focused on ZO2. I did a lot of street teaming all the way up through Pennsylvania, Maryland, Virginia. Um, I helped run the fan site. I was like at front row every show. I would be there hours before the doors open. I would take off work on days of shows <laughs> to make sure I was rested up. Um, I actually met my late husband by promoting ZO2 to him. So unfortunately, we were married just under 10 years. Unfortunately, he passed away in 2018, unexpectedly, but I still have those great memories. Um, he always said that when I was getting ready for a ZO2 show, I had this extra special glow to me. Um, so they, uh, when I found out that they were going on a big long break, it felt like a death to me, honestly. I was very devastated. So Tiff, where was the first time we met? Was I remember? Was it the very first time when you were you were wearing a, sh a special shirt that I said, "Whoa, what is that shirt?" Was that the very first time? No, um, it was Baltimore Kiss Expo, two thousand two, I believe. Okay. Um, yeah, it was Baltimore Kiss Expo. It was either two thousand two or two thousand three. I actually had. I am a huge Eric Carr fan, so that's what really caught my attention to um kiss nation and especially joey here because i'm a huge eric carr fan i actually had a different eric carr shirt that my friend made me um eventually i got another one that i always wore at kiss expos it's this one here yes anytime he, joey would see me at shows and i'm wearing a zo2 shirt he's always like where's the shirt where's the shirt <laughs> i had to wear zo2 but now i remember what i was gonna say kiss has been my all-time favorite band since i was a little kid if you would have told me there would be another band that would come around and come right up to them, if not surpass Kiss. I would have never believed it, but this band has. 
it just i can't express how incredibly special this band is to me uh, thank you so much for those words. I'm mean, obviously I I know our history, but I wanted you to tell us. Uh, I, I, hopefully, people can guess the topic today. It was <laughs> Tiffany's choice because, like I said, the contest winner not only got to come on our show, but they got to suggest the topic, and I and I was very happy with the topic because I didn't know if we were ever going to get to this, but I'm glad we did. She chose top five ZO2 songs. And that's where we're going to go today. And, and you know, there's three albums to choose from. There's some singles to choose from. There's, for me, there's even some unreleased stuff to choose from that I might have went to that you guys might know not know about. But I, I'm so glad you chose that topic. It gets uh, people, the fans of Top 5, that don't know about ZO2. If anyone doesn't know about ZO2, ZO2 is my old band. We toured with Kiss. We toured with Poison. We, we played all the, across the country. Uh, we have three records out. We had our show Z-Rock, which is this shirt right here, on IFC for two seasons. Uh, we had a lot of fun. It was a great time. It was, uh, unfortunately, we lost our bass player, David Z, uh, about four, almost four years ago now. So, you know, things have been rough since then, but I, I'm glad to revisit and I'm glad to see you still smiling when you mention yeah. ZO2. That's the most important thing. When I see people yeah. smile when they mention ZO2, it makes me happy. Ernie, on the other hand, uh, what watch zo2 who's that <laughs> say he doesn't even know <laughs> he got lost after that i guess <laughs> tiffany when you were saying that you uh, took off uh, from work the days that they played i always have to take off from work the day after <laughs> luckily they were on weekends most of the shows um actually if they were playing on a saturday night i think i usually took off the friday actually to make sure i was rested up it actually became a family affair too. My mother became a big fan also. And she would come to the show. She would help run the merch stand. Everybody knew her as mama. Show everyone that, that one of a kind ZO2 shirt you're wearing too. My, uh, one of my best friends, Teresa, made this for me for birthday. I always love ago. that shirt, not only because it's ZO2, but it, it's, own, it's almost a combination. If anyone knows Eric Carr's costume from Unmasked, the Unmasked era, it had those you know, orange and yellow kind of rhinestones on it. So that it's almost like a, a merger of Eric and ZO2. I know this is fascinating, Ernie. <laughs> I believe also there were Kiss shirts with the logo that went orange to red. Yes. And it was kind of a homage to that. And I love glitter and sparkles. So of course, a crystal shirt. They used to do Kiss rhinestone shirts. So that was another reason she did it for me. Awesome. All right, so let's get to our top five. Let's get to our picks. Tiff, will make you go first. You're our guest. Let's hear your number five favorite ZO2 song. Okay, my number five. This was really hard because this is kind of like if I had children trying to tell me which my favorite children to pick. <laughs> but um, this one was definitely, I knew it had to be on the list because it's sentimental to me um, because one, I actually have lyrics to it tattooed on me and each line isn't written in each band member's handwriting. So that was one reason. This is one of my favorite lines. And also, um, when ZO2 opened up for Alice Cooper in Atlantic City, during this song, my husband proposed to me. So my number five is Ain't It Beautiful. pick yeah, it has uh, obviously i knew that was going to be on your list because of the tattoo yeah um it has an amazing amazing groove to it if people are not dancing to that song there is something wrong great Being choice it, 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 it's the name of our second album great choice mm -hmm. it's it's one of it's definitely one of my favorite songs i didn't go to you know a lot of the mainstream ones just because i knew i was i figured you were going to so i kind of Maybe went off the beaten path a little bit, but I, I love that you chose it. I, I think I think if there was a consensus through all the ZO2 fans, that might be everyone's 
favorite song. I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. <laughs> All right, then we're going to put you on the spot. What's your number five? Give it to us. My number five, I chose uh, Live Today. Ooh. And the clock is ticking faster. Gotta figure out what we're after. slows down during the chorus i always thought it was very extreme-esque sounding so live today is uh is is an unreleased track actually it's not really a release track there was a demo we did it live a few times that's actually where'd you hear that song ernie <laughs> i'm not going to divulge my sources that was actually an honorable mention for me um had it actually been on a zo2 album it would have made my top five when I first heard it perform live, I absolutely fell in love with it. Um, it was around closer to the end of the time of ZO2, so I really felt like it's a great swan song for the band. And that band, that song makes me think of David because that that's how he lived. Agreed. It's so funny. I actually totally completely forgot about that song. I had to go, I had to go grab the CDs so I could remember not only remember what songs, but you know, as a big Kiss fan, I always used to make fun of Paul Stanley and Tiffany. I'm, I'm sure you know this. Paul, in interviews, would always say, oh, remember, you know, the song Love Gun off of Rock and Roll Over? No, Paul, oh, yeah. you actually have an album called Love Gun. It's on Love Gun. And, <laughs> and, I, and I'm this, and believe it or not, I know it's so weird to say. I mean, I can name every Kiss song probably in order on every album. But I actually get some of the ZO2 songs mixed up. And it's because... You know, we're demoing some of these songs, like some songs that were that made it to Ain't It Beautiful were demos for the first record. And and same thing for Casino Logic. Some of those songs we were demoing earlier, and I don't remember what album they actually made sometimes. It's weird. Love that song. And I remember it was a fun time recording it too. It was one of our last, really was one of our last demos. We had a, a handful of of last demos that were gonna be the fourth record that that just never happened. Um, so great, great picker. And I'm, I'm surprised, very surprised. All right. So my number five, this is a little selfish, but I've always loved this song. It's not only my lead vocal debut, but it, it's, it's a, it, to me, it's just a nonstop great song. It features all three of us on lead vocal. It, it kind of goes up and down. And by the end, it's, it's a really powerful song. We even have a lot of, uh, members from TSO, the girl singers, doing background vocals on the end of this song. And that song is Coming Home.
ain't it beautiful? Is that right, Tiff? Track five. Yes, there you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> always been one of my favorite songs. It was definitely one of my favorite songs to play live, not only because I got to sing lead on it, but just the whole groove of that song. It's a very fun song to play. It was always a fun one to hear, too. We'd always cheer after each lead vocal part. So we finally got to hear Joey sing. <laughs> what do you think of that one, Ern? Oh, I, I, you singing doesn't sound good to me. <laughs> you don't like my olive oil voice and guinea charm? No. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, Tiff, back to you. Number four. Number four? I wanted to go off the beaten path a little bit too and not pick obvious. And there were songs when we would go see you live, of course, when you were going to play. But there was one I always thought in my head, oh, I really hope they do this. I really hope they do this. And I have a little funny quick story about that song because um, one time there was a birth, there was a show coming up on my birthday and Paulie asked, what song would you like to hear? And I told him and he came over and told you, hey, she wants to hear this to show. And you're like, which one's that? He's like, that shitty song that you hate. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's a uh, paper breakup. Oh, no, I love paper breakup. <laughs> It might have been one that he didn't like then. Maybe it was one he didn't like. You, I think yeah. everyone knows the, the one ZO2 song that I really don't like, I think. We'll talk about it later. And hopefully it didn't make your lists. Paper um, Breakup. No, Paper Breakup's a great one. Yeah. Um, this one's just, I love David's vocals on it. It really grew on me the more and more I listened to it. And it's, it's one of those ones, it's not like a real hard rocking song. It's just one of those kind of like Night at the Roxbury bopping head bopping yeah. ones just kind of really cool um i love driving to it it's it's got a little bit of a haunting feel to it especially at the beginning but it's just different i love it at first i was kind of eh, when i first heard it but it really really grew on me over the years and it was one i was always asking to hear live it's so funny that all the records the david and paulie vocal songs are so so different and again i'm sure you guys can hear the differences but especially when we're writing them and we're playing them live they were always so different. I re they reminded me so much of the Google Dolls, meaning the two vocalists of the Google Dolls had such different styles, not only in vocal styles, but songwriting wise, and you know, David's songs were always way more pop oriented, uh, straightforward songs where Paulie's were more Zeppelin, Aerosmith type of songs. And, and you could really hear that in a song like Paper Breakup. Paper Breakup, you know, it really doesn't sound like anything. It's just a straightforward pop song. Mm -hmm. And that's what David did best. I agree. <laughs> All right, Ernie. You sexy man. Uh, what, number four. Well, the, once again, the, the thing that you just pointed out, uh, I mean, Aerosmith, Zeppelin, um, you, the group sounded really rooted in the 70s and and the 80s, but you can always tell that that it was like new sounding. But there was one song that I really found it, sounded to me, I should say, sounded like it just came straight out of the 70s was Show Me. Uh, the the chorus in particular is is greatness. I yeah, can see that being the Kiss song. Yeah, it, it's uh, it 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 almost made me you know really high on my list. So I I've always loved that song. That's on our third record. It was the first single off of our third record, which wasn't you know agreed upon by all of us. By the way, just you know, <laughs> we always had to vote on what the single was going to be, and it was never ever unanimous. But show me. Again, I, I have, you know, eventually maybe we'll do a box set. Paulie and I have been talking about this for so long. I have so many tapes of us in the studio just writing these songs. And some of my favorite stuff, not at the time, 
but listening back to it, I have a clip of us doing Show Me when we first started coming up with it. And Paulie and many of you have who have read my book, Start With a Dream, it, it's it's really so much about ZO2 and Z-Rock and all this stuff. And, and I tell a lot of funny stories in it, but there's a lot of stories, of course, that I couldn't tell because I only had so many pages. I mean, Jesus Christ, the, the book was 500 pages and I left out a lot of stuff. So, you know, one of the funny things that would always happen in the studio, Paulie, as you know, probably Tiff, could fall asleep at any moment. And we would literally be rehearsing and, you know, we would be, David and I would be doing something and Paulie would be singing and the next thing you'd hear is whoop, and you'd hear a thump. And it was, and I, I know it's ridiculous to say, Paulie's forehead hitting the microphone like this, out cold sleeping on the, standing up on the microphone. So I have, I have, I just listened to something a couple weeks ago that you could actually hear his head hit the microphone and David yelling at him. Will you wake up, you moron? We're in the middle of writing this song. And it was, it was show me. <laughs> what a great, great pick. Song. Great pick, Ern. All right. So my number four, this is one of my favorite songs. I don't, I don't, Tiff, maybe you know better than me. I don't think we ever played it live. We, maybe we tried it once. It's, it's a song. I don't know, even know why we never did it. But it's just, you know, it's one of those things. And I, and I know Kiss has this problem and many big bands have this problem where they have a lot of songs to choose from. We didn't have that many. We had three records, but it was hard not to play the staples every show because I, we knew the fans wanted to hear certain songs. So some of the oddball ones never made the set list. And this was one of those oddball ones. And it's a song called Hero. favorites on casino logic it's you know it's a it's a david verse with a paulie chorus which is something that i always liked when we did stuff like that where you know like a kiss shouted out loud type of thing we always when they traded vocals like that it, it always showed the best of both worlds it wasn't all this or all that it was like a combination of both and whenever we could do that i thought it was a real fun fun song to do have we ever played that live tiff I think you have. It wasn't very often. It might have been two or three times. Right. Anyone out there, if you're listening and you're a ZO2 fan, if there's footage, and I'm sure Bill Diva would know, if say, you're listening, yeah, Joe, Bill has every concert basically we've ever done on, on, on his channel. And Bill, if you have a copy of Hero Live, send it to me. I probably have it somewhere too because you gave me everything too, but you know, very rarely am I looking back at that stuff. Ernie, you know that song? Yeah. Uh, didn't you guys play that song on the November 18th, 2010 show? <laughs> Ernie, you're, you're lucky that you picked the right year because Ernie has tried this before. <laughs> Many a time we were in a bar one time and Ernie knows nothing about sports. And er, Ernie, <laughs> Ernie was telling this guy they were, the, the hockey game was on. And Ernie's like, ah, the Rangers haven't looked this good since uh, August of, you know, 1981. And there's no hockey in August. <laughs> so the guy was like, uh, who is this guy? <laughs> and we were like, don't worry, that's, that's just Ernie. All right, Tiff, back to you, number three. All right, number three. This one was when I first saw you live, this was one that, that caught my attention. I'm kind of like, go on, go on, let's see what more you got. Um, this one, I'm a huge sucker for a big drum and bass intro. So it's got a great groove to it. It's radio. Can It reminds me of the intro to my favorite extreme song, Cupid's Dead. That's got the same kind of drum beat and everything to it. Me playing drums in high school, I'm a little partial to drum parts. 
So stuff like that sticks out to me. It's a great crowd participation song when you get everybody clapping and all that. And just another one, it gets people moving. Yeah, when we were on tour with Kiss, I believe, and it, it, my memory could be wrong, but I think that was the third song of our set every night. And it was what it was the song that got everyone involved. So I think we opened up with Taking Me Down and then we did Living Now. And the set changed a little bit, you know, from time to time. But, you know, we were pretty strict with our set. And once we did radio, like you said, when we did that intro, David and I would just do that groove for, you know, a minute and a half or so. And Paulie would just talk to the crowd and Paulie would, there was no one better than Paulie at that. And he would get everyone going and we could, you know, and we were warned before we did that tour that Kiss fans are not going to like you. They don't like anybody. So if they boo you off the stage, don't get offended. They just want to see Kiss and nobody else. And every night when we did radio, we could see the faces starting to turn. The first song, they were like, oh, who the hell are these guys? Second song, they were like, oh, mm. they were still sitting down. By the time radio came around and Paulie was yelling at everyone to, to stand up, then everyone started getting into it. So that was always our crowd pleaser right in the middle of our set. Great pick, Tiff. Thank you. What do you think of that one, Ern? Oh, classic. <laughs> Such a classic. <laughs> All right. You're number three. Uh, my number three. Uh, and, uh, you know the song uh, Kickstart My Heart from Motley Crue? I do. You know what song I'm going for? Well, we we didn't write Kickstart My Heart, so. Oh, if you see Kato. Ooh. Is it what you're thinking? Well, it's just a little flame. That was always a fun one live. Everybody just fist pumping to it. Do you, do you see what I'm talking about, though, with Kickstart My Heart? Oh, my God, absolutely, of course. I can see that, yeah. What else you like about that one, Ern? Ah, it's, a, it's such a fun song. And uh, the, the wordplay, uh, which I believe it or not, I, I didn't get when I first heard it. Uh, but it's great. Uh, it took a Britney Spears song to explain it to me, but yeah, I, I, I got it. <laughs> there, there's a scene in Z-Rock where we play up that I didn't know what, I knew what the wordplay was, obviously, you know, we're acting. But there's a there's a whole scene where I, I play off like I didn't know what it meant either. It's, I, I don't even know what episode it's in, but it, it, it was funny. Yeah, but that's always a great song too, especially live, we used to do that intro. And, you know, Paulie had this whole speech that he would do, like this rhyme scheme yep. thing. And... When we were recording Ain't It Beautiful, we actually tried to get Andrew Dice Clay, because that's kind of what it's based off of, his nursery rhymes things. Yeah. And we tried to get Dice to do it for us, and it just never worked out. We couldn't figure out a time to do it or the rights and the right money to pay Dice, and it just never worked out. So we were going to record that for the record, and we just never did it. I wish, you know, looking back, it would have been great to have Dice do that intro, or even Paulie to do it on the record, it would have been fun. There were times live as Paulie was doing his banter, David would be kind of like joining in kind of like an Andrew Dice Clay way, like, oh, that bitch. Yes, and I would go, oh, all that stuff. Yeah, we would do all that stuff back and forth. Yeah, we, again, that's about the time. Again, I like the first ZO2 record. I don't love it. I know a lot of people love it and maybe it's some people's favorite. I don't love it because I feel like we were still kind of feeling who we were. The songs were a little mishmashy. We didn't know, you know, some of those songs were written before I joined the band. And, you know, we were kind of, you know, it, it just didn't feel like a, a unit yet. And then once we started doing that second record and a lot of these songs like ABCK, we really battle tested on the road, you know, for months before we recorded the record, we, we kind of found our groove, I think. And, if you see K kind of sums it up where we found like our fun, almost that Van Halen-esque type fun band rather than 
a serious in, in that early ZO2 record. You know, Paulie and David were very much into like '90s grunge and Stone Temple Pilots, and you could hear a little bit of that in the first record. And you know, we started getting away from that, starting with "Ain't It Beautiful" and songs like "Give You ZK." Great choice. Thank you. All right, so my number three. Again, this is another selfish pick. This is not on any of the records, but this was one. This might have been. I don't know if it was the last single we released. It could have been the last technical single we released. I'm not sure if it was or not, but it's a song that I wrote and I wrote it with Paulie. Uh, it was about my mom's passing. It was called, and it was another lead vocal for me. I will be all right. The time is upon us. The moment is near. So scared and helpless, just fighting the fear. I understand now why you have to go But before you leave me I want you to know that You are the one That held me at night The world to your son A beacon of light I will be obviously sentimentally it, it means so much to me because it was about my mom and stuff like that but just in general as a song i think it kind of it, it took us to a new level there was a lot of layers in that song there was a lot of orchestration in that song there was it it, it was a song that was definitely going to be on the fourth record but it, it would just it was so different than other stuff that we did and of course obviously i i love to sing it we never got to play it live but it, it was one of my my favorite songs was that tip? Do you know? Was that our last single? Um, I think that one came before. That's what's up. I think it was a oh, million. You're right. Pieces, you're right. And then I'll be all right. And then that's what's up. There was you're also right. heart of confusion, but I don't ever think it got like an official. Yeah, heart of confusion movie. was a release too. I just don't know the what the order was back yeah, then. Yeah, I think that one might have been last because I remember hearing that one last, and then then after like this was how going how I heard him live and video wise. And then Live Today was like the last one. That's no, what's up, I think, now that you mentioned it, was our last official release. Live Today yeah. was never officially released. The only reason I know that because um, I Will Be Alright, Heart of Confusion, those we actually recorded for Casino Logic. They, we tracked those at the same time that we tracked Casino Logic. We didn't finish them, but the basic tracks were done during those sessions. So... I, I know those were earlier. I, I don't, but uh, that's what's up was was later because I remember we tracked it in a totally different studio at a different time. What do you think of that one, Ern? Come that's on, you got to like my I vocal noticed, on I, that. Come on. I noticed brings you happiness. Uh, you stole one of my choices just now, by the way. Is it your number one? No. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right, Tiff, so we're up to your number two. Mm -hmm. All right, this one I kind of wanted to go a little, it's not like a deep, deep cut, but I wanted to go with a deep cut. You didn't hear it live too, too often, but I really felt this would have made a great like stadium sports song. Um, it's Get Up Now. I'm here to tell you frankly, I don't give a damn. You built the wall. good one yeah it's the whole package all together it's got a great guitar riff it's got an awesome drum intro and the drums through the whole song is just awesome i love that offbeat stuff and the bass part is just great too um paulie's vocals are amazing in that song it's a very positive rocking song and i could visualize this song 
in like one of those movies where you see like a football team down and out and behind and making a big comeback. I think I actually heard the guitar riff or part of the song on some TV, on some sports mm-hmm. program at one time years ago. But yeah, it's just like, it was one I wish I could, I know I did hear live, but I wish I could have heard it a lot more. It's a very positive, real rocking song. Yes, yeah, so true. Another one of those, I, I don't really know why we didn't play it live very often. I, I We definitely played it live at least a handful of times. It's just one of the songs that I, I don't know. It it was just always so hard to build a set list because, you know, there were six or seven or eight songs that we knew we had to do with crowd participation and beginnings and ends and Paulie's voice and we got to give David songs. And we got, it's, it was it was hard to write a set list every night, but that was yeah. one that was one of my favorites too and after dave passed you know i had a copy of his hard drive made brian made it for me and i found i had posted the video a while back but there's a video of us in the recording studio and it almost looks like a zoom call it's like zoom before zoom yeah. and it it's us live we're really recording it during that 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 footage you see and it's one of the things that i found on his hard drive that i had never seen before and i was so glad to have found it I actually just watched that video recently because I was going and listening through the songs as I was taking notes and I was watching that one recently and yeah it's a fun one it there's a rush video I think it might be spirit of the radio that it reminds me that it's them in the recording studio and everything it just reminds me of one of those that video yeah it was fun we have there's footage from all the sessions of ain't it beautiful eventually uh, like I said maybe a box set or something will be coming maybe they'll even be like a uh that little documentary on us and stuff. I think I think someone was talking about that a while back, but I would love, there's footage of the whole recording session of, I know the second record, I don't think we did it for the third record, but the second record we did it. The third record, and not many people know this, but for Casino Logic, we rushed that record so much because season two of Xerox was coming and the producers were like, listen, we need all brand new songs because we used all your old songs in season one. We were like, what, what, what? <laughs> we just, we just filmed this season of, of, of a, a TV show and our next season is starting relatively soon. You want us to write and record a record in between? And of course we said, yes, of course. But that, you know, it was, it was rushed more than we would have liked to. <laughs> All right, Ern, you're number two, right? All right. Uh, well, you stole it a minute ago. Uh a great song, a great sound. The vocals were okay. Um, I will be all right. Was uh, one of my favorites. Why isn't it your number one? I got there's another song I like better, but this what at this point, you know, I was hundred percent ready to go for the the ride, thinking that you were actually gonna make it or made it, you know, whatever that means. I mean, if you were if you were going to be like Vincent Chase from Entourage, I wanted to be your turtle. <laughs> you know you're always my turtle, Ernie. I just wanted to be the parasite on you, basically. <laughs> well, if, if you were if you were going to do all the work, I just wanted to be the person to spend all the money. All right, so my number two. So this is an unreleased song. I, I, I don't know if anyone's ever heard it. I have a snippet of it for my book, Star with a Dream. I have the audio book out also. The audio book is on iTunes. You could also get the audiobook on on my YouTube page where you see this. There's all the chapters broken up on my YouTube page. I I think I add a clip of this song in one of the chapters uh talking about David uh after he passes how this was one of my favorite songs not only by ZO2 but one of my favorite songs I've ever heard. David wrote it um and he sang it. It, it was just a great song. It was called Complicated. And again, I know most people, if anyone even knows this song, like I said, there's a snippet of it on my in my audiobook. Paulie and I have talked about just finishing it up a little bit. There's there's it's not completely finished yet with choruses and guitar solos and all the you know the little add add-ons that you have to do to a song to make it complete. We were almost done with it 
you know, when we were finishing up for our fourth album, but we never got to finish it. And it really is, to me, Dave's masterpiece. He he wrote a lot of great songs with Dio too, but this was always my favorite. The second he played it for me as a demo that he just did on guitar, I said, dude, this is our next hit. This is it. Uh, Tiff, did you hear that or no? I never heard that one. Um, I do believe there's live footage of another song that was never released. I think it was called like One Love or One Life or something like that. And yep. that one, I've, I don't think I ever even heard that one perform live, but Complicated is completely new to me. Yeah, I'll add, again, I'll add a little snippet of it when I mention it in this episode. But like I said, Paulie and I are going to finish up that recording and release it one of these days as a new ZO2 single, I think. Everyone will really love it. It's a, it's a dynamite, dynamite song. <laughs> You're number one. Are you ready? It's, uh, this one was no brainer. My all time favorite, favorite zero 2 song, Fly On Your Wings. Your desire will bring you even This was the one that sealed the deal for me when I saw you live. And I actually saw the Kiss and Poison tour live four times. So I saw you guys open four times. And nice. this was the one I was like, this is it. I love this. I got to go get the album and check this out and everything. Just a very another upbeat, real good driving song. I loved the way it built when we see it live, how Polly would really get the crowd going and it would just build up and then just like kick you in your rear. Yeah, uh, great pick. Tiff, was the first time, I mean, I know you knew Kiss Nation before ZO2. When, the first time you ever saw ZO2 was opening for Kiss? Yes. Wow, I didn't know that. I, I, I don't know if I ever knew that. Yeah, it was very, very first time opening for Kiss. How I actually found out originally about the name ZO2 was because Kiss Nation's website had a biography section to it. And it was listed where it had like each band member's favorites and both under yours and Holly's, it said favorite band, like Kiss and Zio 2 and in parentheses, his band. And then at that time, I knew nothing else except for the name. Wow. It wasn't until I saw you were opening for Kiss and Boys and I was like, oh, that's Polly and Joey's band. But other that's than that, great. I knew nothing. <laughs> yeah, Flying Your Wings was an, another, you know, it was, it was almost always our closer. You know, maybe we would do an encore depending on the night, but that was our finishing song just because, like you said, that build up in the beginning, even on the, on the Kiss Rock the Nation tour, again, I keep bringing up my, my book and my audio book. Uh, in my audio book, I mention our very first show opening up for Kiss. And I even have live footage from that, from that opening show where we, you can hear the crowd, Paulie getting on the crowd, get out of your seat, get up. And I remember going backstage after that and, Kiss's road manager was like, wow, guys, that was not only was the set great, but that last song for an opening band to preach and and have a, you know, a minute build up to a song and how, you, you know, the, Paulie was telling the audience, get on your feet and really riling them up. That's exactly what an opening band is supposed to do. They're supposed to get the crowd energetic for the other bands coming on. And he said he's never seen an opening band do that better than we did. So I, gr great pick. It was always one of my favorites to play. For any musicians out there, I know Ernie will, Ernie loves musician talk. Uh, <laughs> Fly On Your Wings is actually, a, a, there's bars of 15-4 in that for the prog guys in there. It's, it's a fun, you know, it's a pr little proggy, uh, muso type thing i know you don't even hear it because the way we did it was kind of smooth it wasn't dream theater-esque but it was there's some weird weird stuff happening in there that you don't even realize that's happening have you noticed that 15-4 bar in there Ern? you mean in the middle yes you know what i'm talking about of course the 15-4 i mean you're a math you're you're a math man right you you know what a 15-4 bar is it's right after the 14-4 and we have the opening to the show. There it is. <laughs> All right, Ernie. What do you got? Number uh, one. My, my favorite ZO2 moment? 
is uh, stronger. Should have been a single. Tell me why. I, <laughs> I, uh, the chorus just goes in a direction that you really don't expect it, and it still sounds great. I really think Paulie sounds like he really like. He sounds like a superstar in the chorus. He uh, a lot of uh, confidence. I don't know how else to describe the way I feel when I listen to it, but it's real wow. good. It's so funny you say that because. That is that is a definitely a forgotten ZO2 song, and I, I I say it every week on this stupid podcast. I love talking about things because it brings back memories. And I would never one. I didn't even think of that song. Number one. Number two. Now that you mentioned that he sounds confident in it, if anything, it was the exact opposite. Because I remember when we were writing it, our manager at the time didn't didn't like the song at all. Didn't like it. Had no desire. Didn't even think it was going to make the record. And Paulie was so adamant about that the song was good and he wanted the song to make the, make the record. And not only make the record, he thought it was the single off the record. He thought it was the song that we were going to release first. And this was before Painted Lady was written, which became our first single. And I remember them butting heads every night in rehearsal, how one just thought it was a flop and one thought it was the next single. It was so funny. Yeah. I could see this actually being maybe like one of those Disney songs, kind of yep. like a real powerful, like let it go or, or even a Broadway song, like that big, like number one hit from the Broadway show, like Cats's memory. It, it does like, he actually, actually in the one episode of Z-Rock, he was taking over Constantine's spot and he used that song as his audition. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a great song. It's, it's again, did we ever play it live? Um, Maybe I once? I ever saw it live. If I did, it wasn't too often. Um, I know the ones that we heard a lot. Um, I know Infinity Rising and um, Redline Highway were ones played a lot live. Yep. But I think it might have played once or twice. That was one of those ones I think only got played when you got the headline. Yep. And, um we Which around sets, my area, yeah. that was there was a few places you got the headline, and it, I always loved headlining shows because not only did we get to hear a whole lot more Zo Two songs, we got to hear covers too. Which I know you covered All Hell's Breaking Loose once too, because I <laughs> I begged for it. Did, wait, did we play it live? Yes, at Record Theater. You opened. You were opening for Bang Tango. It was near my birthday, and I asked. I was like. Um, the uh, Eric Carr tribute album had just came out not too long before, and I was like, please play that song. And Bill does have footage online of it. Wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, I know, I know we recorded it for Eric's album. Uh, we did it. It was so much fun to do. I remember David and I were in his apartment doing the background vocals. And those background vocals are a pain in the ass. If you listen to the background vocals for All Hell's Breaking Loose, they are hard and it was fun to do. And he was like, he's yelling at me because we kept getting the words wrong. It was, it was a mess, but I don't remember ever doing it live that's crazy yeah there's one it is on it is on youtube uh, there might be two or three people that actually have video footage of it but i know i begged for that one to be played wow i, got, I can't imagine it was any good because i don't think we ever even rehearsed it like it was a, never even a song we played in rehearsal once it was yeah. a song we tracked separately yeah it was one that it was like it wasn't the best one live but it was still great to finally hear it and like i said it's a great underrated kiss song Oh, yeah. absolutely. Great choice, Ern. Great choice. Again, I, I, 
I totally forgot about that song. So uh, kind of along the same path, my number one, it, it was always my, I know it's weird to say, it was always my favorite song to play live. And it had a lot to do with the drums, the drum stuff. It, it always felt very dazed and confused, like for me. That's, that was my song that I, I got to kind of, you know, build up and crescendo up and decrescendo down and have fun with that song and have a, a, that Zeppelin feel. And that song is She Believes. was one of my favorite i remember the first time paulie sang me the chorus in rehearsal one night and it was i think it was right after we finished our first record it was like right when we got back from from touring and we just started thinking about songs for the second record and that was maybe the first thing that he sang for me and and i got it was the first time i got excited because i really wasn't excited to do the second record because you know, we had just gotten off tour. I wanted to keep touring. I wanted to keep doing that. And I didn't want to jump right into the studio again. But that song got me excited to record the second record. So it was always one of my favorites of all time. I mean, again, I, I love all the standards too, the Ain't It Beautifuls, the Flying Wings. But I wanted to go a little different because I knew, I knew, I know Tiff, you were going to go with a lot of the, the hits and stuff like that. So I tried to show off some of the stuff that people maybe wouldn't remember. Yeah. Awesome, guys. With that song, um, that was one of the first ones I heard live from Ain't It Beautiful um, after the Kiss and Poison tour. I didn't get to see you guys again until maybe about another year and a half, two years, because I wasn't able to get up to New York City to see the shows. And finally, you opened for Kicks down at Jack's in Virginia, which I was ecstatic about. And I remember all I knew was the stuff from the first album because Ain't It Beautiful wasn't released yet. And that was there was two songs that you did that night from the new album and that was she believes and isolate and she believes was like one of the first ones yeah guys great list it was it's so much fun talking about the old zo2 songs uh the albums you know it's funny you know i don't listen to them all the time but every once in a while when i do listen to them and it, and it, it's so funny because the last show that i we got to do together which was we did a little birthday bash for Polly's 40th birthday it was the last time I got to play with Dave and Pauly. And we did, you know, we did like a five or six song set. And I remember it was the, the first time in a long time that I, I listened to all the CDs straight through. I, you know, I would always listen to a song here and there, but I listened to the CDs straight through back then. And, you know, for me, they hold up. You know, there's a lot of material that I've done over my career that it doesn't hold up. And there's material from a lot of other bands that just don't hold up. I feel like the three albums today, they don't sound dated. They don't sound like anything else. I, I think they, they kind of hold up for what they are. Yeah. That's what makes it incredibly hard to pick just five songs. There's so many amazing songs on every album. In fact, if you would tell me to do like a least favorite five, I don't think I could do it. <laughs> oh, I think I could. there might be one or two songs where it's kind of like, ah, it's not my favorite but I wouldn't be able to do it for me to do. I knew fly on your wings and ain't it beautiful had to be on the list, but the rest, I could have just thrown a dart at a list of songs and been like, wow. that's it. Cause I just, there's just, there's not a stinker in any of them. Let's do just one. More, if you're able to put one more song, like an honorable mention. Would, well. <laughs> honorable mention is really hard. It's actually a bit of a tie. Um, I was going to pick wait. Well, I was going to pick live today, but it was already mentioned. So, um, I'm going to go with Wait. However, Hopelessly Gone the other day, it came on and I was like, oh yeah, why didn't I put that song? Where's that at? But yeah, Wait is a great one because of Polly's vocals. I just, I really love that one. I love singing along to that one too. That's, yeah, that's one I, oh my God, it's so funny. I totally forget about that too. That's one of the forgotten ones. Ernie, what about you? One honorable mention. What do you got? Uh, well, I uh, um, I know Tiffany's all over this song. Um. <laughs> Actually, this song is all over Tiffany. Um, ain't it beautiful? 
I, I, you know, I, how to explain this? I had a, a with Paulie, uh, one day I was in the, in this, in the, um, what do you want to call it? The audience. And, uh, Madeline kept giving me, uh, sips of whatever the heck she was drinking. That's my wife for people who don't yeah. know who that is. So I was, uh, it was some very strong stuff. And I started yelling at Paulie from, from the audience that I could do better. <laughs> oh, the scream, right? Yeah. And the screaming ain't a beautiful. He, uh, he, uh, he called me out. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. He, uh, he called my bluff and he called me on stage and made me do the scream from ain't a beautiful. No, it, it wasn't you, good. It wasn't good. I, was that possibly at Lamore? I, I think I'm somewhere in, in deep in Staten Island. I yeah, think it was. when Lamore reopened in Staten Island, I think. Oh, well, there you go. Well, yeah. <laughs> I got to see if we have footage of that. Much like the opening of our show when you're singing Roxanne, it was incredible. <laughs> I remember that night. I possibly vomited on stage laughing so hard. I might have fallen off the stage rather than left, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> was fun with zo2 shows too it was never we never took ourselves too serious as you could see in z-rock we always like to have fun the same way we were on z-rock was the way we were in real life that's who we were and i'm tiff i'm sure you can you can attest to that we were yeah. as goofy on z-rock as we were off stage you know in zo2 so we were never trying to be anything but who we were but guys this was so much fun i'm so glad we got to reminisce about zo2 talk about some songs that obviously that we, we all love, but even some of the songs that I didn't remember, like I tell everyone every show, please tell us your favorite ZO2 songs, top five ZO2 songs. I want to hear what your lists are. You know, the, our lists were so different. I want to hear everyone's lists. All those ZO2 fans that we haven't heard from in such a long time, please let me know what were your top five. And if maybe even give me your bottom five, I'm even maybe even more curious about. So you can always send us emails at top five with Joey Casada at gmail.com. And you can post comments on YouTube, post comments on Facebook, Instagram, on Twitter. Please send us your feedback, send us your mail. We were going to read some mail this week, Ern, but, but I forgot about it again. I didn't gather it up. We got some e emails I want to read, just some fans talking about some different episodes, telling us what they enjoy about the show. They enjoy Ernie's uh, beautiful face and his, his manly body. And it's, it you know, we, we have a lot of fun every week reminiscing and there's nothing better for me than reminiscing about ZO2 and Z-Rock. And, you know, like I mentioned earlier too, my book, I talk so much about ZO2 in my book, Z-Rock. And the audio book is a lot of fun. If anyone's not heard the audio book, it's free. Go on YouTube. You can listen to the audio book. There's so many behind the scenes uh, audio clips of us in the studio, of us talking, of Z-Rock, of demos that we mentioned earlier, like Complicated, even maybe Live Today. I'm not sure if that's on there, but there's so much behind the scenes footage. Go to the audiobook or go to Amazon and you can buy the book too on Amazon.com. It's called Start With a Dream. Uh, this was great. Uh, Tiffany, uh, you were great. Great choices. Yeah. Joey, you were all right. Congratulations on, on the contest win. We're going to be holding more in the future. 
We'll be doing some more giveaways. We'll be doing more, some more contests. So please stay tuned. Get your top five T-shirts on Amazon now. Get your Start With The Dream book on Amazon right now. And you can listen to the audio book on YouTube. Please subscribe to the channel. Share it. All I ask is everyone, share the video once. That's all I ask. Take it from YouTube. Share it on your Facebook page. Share it on your Instagram account. Again, guys, thanks so much. We'll see you next time on Top 5. See you guys.